Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. What's going on, guys? Gengar Greasy here, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Poke Tower Podcast, episode 85. Holy crap. Hopefully, you guys are doing well. We have a special live audience today. Thank you guys for joining in uh, while I record today's episode. We have Ivan, Alexio, Digiman, Card Habit. What's up, guys? Thank you guys for stopping by. We've got a lot of good stuff. Eddie, what's up? <clears throat> We've got a lot of stuff to cover today. Um, as you can see, uh, I am by myself in the Poke Tower again. Um, so Devin will be with us uh, whenever he can. I, I guess his schedule is just out of control right now. So, uh, it is what it is. I will be covering some Yu-Gi-Oh, though, so <laughs> we, we will get some Yu-Gi-Oh. We're not going to leave Yu-Gi-Oh behind. Get a little sipping and ripping before we start. All right. Thank you guys for uh, showing up tonight. And um, let's see. Before we start, this Friday, we have the Poke Tower Discord box break, which will be... Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Ghost from the Past, the Second Haunting, and Rugrats 1997 by Tempo. Uh, this box break is sold out. I think there's, there might be one pack of Ghost from the Past left, but the box break is pretty much sold out. Uh, thank you guys for your support in that. And I'll go ahead and say it now. Um, everyone who participated in this box break is getting something for free. So everyone won. Everyone's getting a free pack of Ghost from the Past and or a free pack of Dragon Ball Super Union Force. Um, and that was courtesy of two of our members in the Discord. We had Mega Man give us a full display of free 20 packs of Ghosts from the Past. And then we had um, ATM, our buddy from Canada, send us a full sealed box of Dragon Ball Super Union Force. And that was also going to be given away to every everyone who participated in the box break. Um, the other thing is we have a few slabs being given away for free, too. And that's uh, from one of our guests here today, the Card Habit. He gave those away for us to give away to the top lotto winners of the box break. So this is a very, very charitable and a very good box break. Probably going to be one of the funnest ones, most diverse ones, too, we've done in a while. Um, so just want to say thank you guys for doing that. And uh, that's it. If you're watching, please hit the like button and let's have a good show today. Am I missing anything? I don't think I'm missing anything. All right. Here we go, guys. Let's start the day off with some Pokemon. You guys know that we've been doing. You know, let's just go ahead and roll it. Let's go. Who's that Pokemon? There we go. You guys know we've been doing every expansion of Pokemon from the beginning. We just started this journey a few weeks ago. So we did base set uh, two weeks ago. We did Jungle last week, and now today we are going to be getting into Fossil, okay? So Pokemon Fossil, um, we're going to look at the prices, we're going to look at the pops, and uh, we're just going to do some small analysis. This is something that I do for all trading cards, guys, like for anything that draws my interest, right? So if I'm looking at Yu-Gi-Oh, and I'm like, oh, I really like this set, I will do everything you see me do tonight. I will do that for that specific Yu-Gi-Oh set. Or maybe there's something in Digimon that I'm like, hmm, 
what do I think about this? And then I'll go ahead and do the same exact analysis. And then not all of it, not all of it is price or population um, regulated. Some of it is just because I want the stuff. And there's there's literally nothing wrong with that. Um, but if you want to learn how to analyze things, that's kind of where I stand and how I look at stuff, okay? Because there's nothing wrong with making smart decisions while you're buying stuff that you like. That's probably the best thing to do. Chase, what's up? Alpha, what's up? We, we got double mods. Double mods in the chat. They just showed up all of a sudden. What's up, guys? We will be doing a purge here pretty soon, courtesy of your boy, Alpha. We got the names. Get ready to get chopped. All right, here we go. Let's start every Pokemon Booster expansion fossil this week. Let's do it. There it is, fossil. All right. Now, this set, I will tell you, I think this set is probably the most underpriced out of the Watsi sets. Especially, I mean, but part of that might just be a demand thing. Um, part of me doesn't believe that, though. Part of me just thinks, you know, people get so obsessed with base, jungle, and rocket that this one just kind of gets forget, you know, forgot behind. But I don't know. Um, forgot. I don't even forgot. It gets left behind. I don't know why I said it like that. Um, there's some great cards in here. And um, when I was looking through this today, there's some there's some things I really want to look at. CT, what's up? All right, here we go. Starting off with some price analysis of Fossil. Now, these are first edition prices. Chris, what's up? These are first edition prices, but again, we can follow the trend of first edition prices for unlimited, right? So here we go. Uh, let's see. We got Dragonite at number one, which I agree would probably be the best card <laughs> in Fossil. Uh, it also looks the coolest. I think that's kind of where my mind goes with this Dragonite fossil because you got the colorless energy and then you got the rainbow foil pattern with Dragonite who's orange. It really pops. It makes the card look great. So that's going for 227. This one was surprising. I had no idea Gengar was number two on this list. I had, I would have thought it was going to be, you know, Lapras, um, you know, who else would be on that list? Uh, probably Lapras or Moltres. Uh, maybe Aerodactyl. I, I don't know. I just didn't think Gengar would have been number two. Uh, but he's there at 162. What's up, Josh? Uh, Lapras, number three at 137, which is pretty cool. You know, I, I don't think of Lapras as a fossil Pokemon. I guess my preference would be like, I'd love to see fossil Pokemon at the top, right? So Kabutops, uh, Aerodactyl. You could go, uh, I mean, maybe not. Kabutops, Aerodactyl. I'm missing someone. Why am I missing someone? I got to look at this list again. I guess, you know, like, mm, I don't know. That's just me. Gengar, okay. Uh, Lapras, we got Zapdos at 112. I like the other Zapdos better in base. You got Articuno at number two, which I think a lot of people forget about that. Or uh, not at number two, it's at one, two, three. Oh my gosh, I'm lost. Five spots down, so I forget about Articuno a lot. Uh, Moltres, we see Raichu. I think a lot of people forget about Raichu. Kabutops. 
at uh, 63, Haunter at 62, Aerodactyl at 55, Hitmonlee at 50, Ditto at 49, Magneton at 38. These are first edition prices on TCG Player. You know, obviously you could find more expensive if you were to search other places. And you got Hypno. I Okay, Hypno and Muck at the bottom. You could even go, okay, so Ditto, Magneton, Hypno, Muck. Those at the bottom four. That doesn't really bother me. I would think Aerodactyl would be higher. Kabutops is right in the middle of the mix, which is weird because he's like the fossil guy. I don't know. It's, there's nothing, I mean, we saw this with March Madness. There's nothing you can do uh, to sway people's opinions. People like what they like, right? And that's just, that's just what it is. Um, so, I guess Raichu being ahead of Aerodactyl and Kabutops is a little weird. Articuno, I think, is higher. I don't know. This list is odd, but we'll take a look at the pops and see if we can kind of make sense of it. Here we go. So starting with the number one, um, we got Dragonite with 52 PSA 10s. I thought that was crazy. Uh, 780 PSA 9s and 1120, 1,120 PSA 8. Gengar has 40 PSA 10, and these are unlimited. These are unlimited pops, by the way. These are not first edition. Unlimited pops. And the other thing that was pretty crazy is that these unlimited pops are lower than first edition pops. And that happens every here and there in Pokemon. Um, another good example would be uh, the Neo Lugia, right? First edition actually has more of a population than unlimited. Now, that doesn't mean there's it's more rare. I think what it means is people just think there's more money in the first edition, so they tend to grade those more. Um, everyone knows that first edition is more valuable, quote-unquote, so they they just, I think they opt for that. I think that's why you see that there. Lapras, 41 PSA 10s, 617 9s, and 1,057 8s. So Gengar's got some crazy low populations, and that's, it's, without any bias here, that, that made me already, like, turn my head, like, hey, I, I kind of, want to see what a 10 would go for unlimited uh zapdos you got 102 psa 10s which is the most out of anyone on this top list and that kind of matches with what we talked about over the last few weeks the electric type pokemon getting psa 10s a lot easier um psa 9 887 psa 8 754 articuno 61 10s nine or 549 nines and 818 eights so looking at this, you look at Gengar. Gengar's got some serious potential just because there's not as much graded as pretty much any of these cards, right? He has the he has the least amount of eights. He has the least amount of nines, and he has the least amount of tens. That's nuts, and he's the number two card. So like that's. It's funny that it was Gengar, but I'm, what I'm saying is, like, if, if Dragonite was out of your price range and you just couldn't find it, Gengar's one of those cards that's like, hey, I think this is a good one to, you know, if you like Gengar and you and you, you want to get some value, that's the one I would be looking at. If it was any Pokemon, right? That could be any Pokemon in that number two slot. I'm just talking about the number here with the pops and then the price. I mean, Lapras is only... 
20 bucks less and his pops are much larger than the Gengar. All right, moving on. You know, we got to look this up real, just real quick. Hold on. I got to look this up. Uh, PSA 10, Gengar, Fossil, Hollow. I got to look it up. What are we looking at here? So first edition, yeah, I want to look at an unlimited one. I got to see this now. Can I get an unlimited? Well, there's only 40 of them out there, so you probably wouldn't even find one. Right? This is nice. 260 for a 9.5? That's great. Look at this. 120 for an 8? Look at the pops here, guys. He has the lowest PSA 8 population in the top uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. 95? Oh my gosh. I could. We might have to get one of these. I would much rather have a higher grade, just get the job done in, the, in one shot. But he's affordable. I mean, I'm sure lots of fossil is. I want to... How do I do this? Let's see. Let's see if I can go unlimited. I need to see... I need to see. Let's see if there's any sold ones. What 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 are we looking at here? Any hollows? These are non-hollows. Twelve hundred? That's not bad at all. For for forty other tens out there, that's going to be added to my watch list. That's that's amazing. That's not bad at all. Now, are you going to find another one? Mm, probably not because there's only 40 of them out there, but I can do that. That's manageable. Wow. I'm glad we looked that up. Okay. Now we're moving on. You got the next batch here. You got Moltres with 75 tens, which is almost double the Gengar. So the fire types must be easier to grade. You got 638 nines, 658 eights. You got uh, Raichu with 42 tens, which is, that's odd, right? Because we talked about electrics being easier to grade. You got 102 with the Zapdos. You only got 42 with the Raichu. So maybe that theory's off. I don't know. It's just something for you to think about. PSA 9, 480, which again, that's almost double the Zapdos. Uh, PSA 8, 671. Wow. Okay. So Raichu's pretty low. Actually, I think he might be the lowest on this page. You got 40 Kabutops. See, and I think that'd be a great one to have. Um, you got 499 PSA 9s and 582 8s. The Haunter, which personally I like the Haunter more than the Gengar. PSA 10, 99. So his population's about double, but I mean, ugh. It looks good. Okay, PSA 9, 625, PSA 8, 620. Let's pull that one up. I got to look. You got to do PSA 10, Haunter, Hollow, Unlimited. Let's check it out. That's it? This is manageable. 800. There's probably more out there. 560. Wow. We're going to add these to the list. It's manageable. It just doesn't seem like the worst thing. 
That's a PSA 10 Alakazam for 800. What is going on with the market right now? We're just going down a rabbit hole, guys. Oh my gosh. 499. Uh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> 670 for this 10. What is happening? Look what you guys did. This is all your guys' fault. Okay. I added a few there. Um, that's awesome. You get the Aerodactyl with the 63. I mean, when you're talking 100 PSA 10s, guys, that's what I'm that's what I'm interested in, right? The price is just that's right. Because you're not going to find that. You're not going to pull that yourself. You're not going to buy one on the internet. Wow. Um, Aerodactyl 6310s, PSA 9, 546, and 636 eighths. And looking like Raichu, Raichu Kabutops probably have the lower pops on this page. And we got the last page here, Hitmonlee. Uh, 1810s, which I believe the PSA 10 Hitmonlee Unlimited is actually the more rare card than the first edition. I believe that's that is actually one of the ones that's really tough to do. Uh, PSA 9, 368, PSA 8, 520. Ditto, we got one sitting in the safe. Um, I need to grade them though. PSA 10, 94, PSA 9, 571, PSA 8, 523. Nobody really likes Ditto. That's odd because especially with all the hype on this Pokemon Go set and everyone's like crapping their pants over Dittos. doesn't make any sense because nobody cared about this one. Anyways, uh, Magneton, let's see. 130, 130 10s, 749 9s, and 547.8s. Hypno, 63 10s, 514 9s, 543.8s. And then Muck has some insane populations. Not insane. I mean, there's modern cards that have more than this, but uh, 175 10s, 1001 9s, and 766.8s. So, nothing crazy. Um, th there's an electric type right there that has 130 10s, which is the most amongst any of these cards. So that's kind of people like it because you get to stick the Bidoof sticker to their foreheads. I have, I, I got to catch up. I have no idea. Um, I haven't even looked into that. I just saw a lot of TikToks creeping at, or flipping out over the stickers. And I was like, this is, this is silly. We're going to start getting people start putting stickers on um on real card, like legit cards. Like, oh my God, look at Charizard. Yeah. All right. So the numbers aren't that bad. You guys just saw I added a couple Haunters. Um, we're looking for some Gengars. Those pops aren't bad. Those prices aren't bad. Uh, and this is kind of... It's kind of the reflection... Of where like the economy is at right now too. I think, I think smart people will move their money into assets like trading cards. I think people that are just holding on by a thread are going to be getting rid of their cards at a discounted price. So there's two types of people. Um, you just got to play it right. 
I mean, $499 for a PSA 10 Haunter? Hollow? Come on. There's less than 100. That's amazing. All right. And that's it for Pokemon this week, guys. Uh, next week, we're going to be covering, I believe, uh, Rocket? 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 I believe that's the next one in line. But we're going to cover every Pokemon expansion. It's going to be a heck of a journey uh, to get through all of them. But I think pretty soon we're going to start seeing stuff we've never seen before. All right, guys. That's it for Pokemon this week. And here we go. Let's move on to some Digimon. Digimon. One last comment here. Let's see. Muck adds to the electrode theory. Less hollow surface area. That's a great point, actually. I didn't even think of that. Let's, let's go back one more. Uh, let me see that. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And even look at the look at the ditto. You might say the ditto and the magneton cover a lot of surface area as well. I could see that. All right. Moving on to our Digi Destined segment. If you're new here, Digi Destined is our segment on Digimon. We'll do anything vintage, modern, collectible. We talk about it. Uh, we usually pick one topic a week and we just hash it out. Sometimes things get a little crazy and we go in depth and some other weeks we just cover releases. So here we go. Let's get into our Digimon content this week. That was not supposed to happen like that. There we go. We got the 2022. <laughs> that was terrible. That was a terrible transition. We got the 2022 Digimon card game gift box. Um, I don't, this is kind of hard for me to explain because you guys know I don't, I don't go crazy over sealed stuff. But I always talk about like painting a picture for someone, right? So when the Legend of Arceus was coming out, you get the game, you get the promos, you shadow box it, you put a cool box with it, you know, all that cool stuff. You can paint a picture of a collection. Now that we have this gift box 2022, I'm starting to see a picture being painted. So it might be a good time to get yourself the first gift box and have it sealed. Excuse me. The reason I say that is because it looks like with every EX EX collection we get, EX set we get, you're going to get a collection box. And how cool would that be to have every different collection box? That might be something very sought after in the future. And if you've already opened Classic, this would be the time where I'd say, well, just get the box just to have it. You know what I mean? So I've opened a ton of Classic. I'm going to go to Walmart. And I'm going to try and find me the first collection box. And I'm going to throw it in the closet. And then when this comes out, I'll open a ton of EX2. And then I'm going to get one collection box, throw it in the closet. Paint the picture. So let's check it out. Get, let's take a closer look here. You got Digimon Card Game Gift Box 2 Draconic Roar. This is from Ludkins Media, one of the better Digimon uh, content. Uh, news reporters out there. This came out um, yesterday on the 23rd. So the first image of the Digimon card game gift box 2 has been revealed on the website of an online store. This gift box will be similar to last year's gift box that was released alongside the classic collection. The upcoming adventure box, which could mean that every EX set will get a special box product like I was saying. Although the specifics of the set are yet to be revealed, including the promo cards along with it, the image does show an interesting addition. The first gift box released alongside the classic collection included booster packs, a promo, War Greymon, memory counter, uh, let's see, memory counter, and a collectible memory, 
and a collectible memory counter. That was kind of worded weird. This time, the focus will be on the recently announced EX-03 Draconic War booster, releasing this winter with the booster packs coming from the future set. Information on this set is incredibly scarce, although the set name does give an obvious theme. Okay. From what can be seen, the leaked image, the Digimon card game gift box 2 will include four Draconic Roar booster packs. The promo card for this set is yet to be revealed, although it is safe to say it will be a Dragon-type Digimon. With Chaosramon shown on the box of the set, could this be also the promo? When it came to Classic Collection, the promo was WarGreymon, who has also appeared on the pack art for the set. Okay. To learn more, click here, blah, blah, blah. This time around, the counter and case will be substituted for several DP reduction increased counters, which will make it easier for players to keep track of any uh, DP changes made to a Digimon. This appears; These appear to be clear plastic with artwork on them, which will be slotted beneath the Digimon. All right. The Digimon card game gift box 2 shouldn't be confused with the first adventure box. And I believe someone, uh, it was Nate, I think he shared this on our... Detective Pikachu tab. So this is a different box. Don't get it confused. And these come with little figures inside them. Now this is a first adventure box. And this has digital hazard packs inside of it. This releases in July. We don't have a release for this yet. This this box. But this is a different box. Alright. Uh, let's see. So. There's the promo. That's pretty sick. Imperial Dramon. Uh, the Digimon card game gift box will release on November 4th for the English version. Okay, there you go. Which will run alongside the release of Draconic Roar. The set is believed to release in Japan on July 29th. Okay. To learn more, blah, blah, blah. Very cool. That just looks sick. And I think that's a step up from the from the last box they did. This looks really cool. Um, and again, I'm not a huge sealed collector, but you paint a picture... Things can become very cool. So if this becomes a, a trend where they just start gift boxing it up, you might see people start collecting a series of gift boxes, which which would be really cool. And that is it for Digimon this week. Devin's not here with us today, but we will get into Heart of the Cards. Here we go. All right, guys, Heart of the Cards is our segment on everything Yu-Gi-Oh. This is normally covered by my brother, uh, but he's not here today. So I'm going to cover it. We're going to do some Yu-Gi-Oh, and the topic of the day is Dimension Force. We're going to talk about the newest set of Yu-Gi-Oh that released, uh, I believe, on May 20th. And it's loaded with Starlight Rares, and I believe there's Ultimate Rares as well. Now, from what I know... You're not going to see any heavy hitters like Blue Eyes, White Dragon, you know, uh, Red Eyes, everyone's favorites, right? Dark Magicians. You're not going to see that, but what you will see is some hard, hard-hitting rarities. So that's kind of gives me that Blazing Vortex kind of feel, which I, I wasn't a huge fan of, but that's if you're going to compare it, that's kind of what it reminds me of. So Dimension Force is a booster pack in the Yu-Gi-Oh! official card game. This is the eighth set following Battle of Chaos, okay? A lot of this is OCG stuff, so I'm going to try not to share too much of the OCG. And uh, let's see, there was something I was supposed to say. Oh, this is from Yu-Gi-Oh! Fandom. 
This is the Yu-Gi-Oh wiki. All right. Okay. So in the first print runs of Dimension Force boxes includes a Dimension Force plus one bonus pack. The TCG version, which is what we're getting, features cards used by Bandit Keith, Bastion, Misawa, and Yuya Sakaki. I can't say their names right. I just know Bandit Keith. All right. Uh, includes new members and support for these cards here. Symphonic Warrior, Heroic Challenge, Heroic Champion, Odd Eyes, Ancient Warriors. There's a whole list here. Predaplant, wow. Um, Dinomorphia. And Palmerization, okay. So a bunch of different stuff they've added. JT, what's up? TCG version includes a new member support for the Libramancer archetype. Introduces the first support for Battleguard archetype. There's so many different archetypes. Holy crap. All right. Let's get to the breakdown of what's in this stuff. There are five cards per pack. Uh, so it's one of those smaller pack sets. The set contains 80 cards or 125 cards in the master set. ATM, what's up? We got one holographic rare. We got eight ultra rares. Also available as ultimate rare, secret rare, and prismatic secret rares. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> Pronounced them all correctly. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> nice. 10 super rares, which are also available as secret rare and prismatic secret rares. Holy, this thing is loaded with rarity. Okay. That's for the OCG. Where's the TCG? Here we go. The, the TCG has 10 secrets, 14 ultras, 26 supers, and 50 commons. Now, I believe these secrets will also be starlights. So let's just take a look at some of the higher rarities. I'm not going to... This is this is an eyesore, right, to look at all this list. I don't know why they don't have a gallery for us to look at, but... Here we go. Here's a starlight. This is Therian, King King Regulus. Are they going to show him? We don't even get a picture. Ah, that is disrespectful. Where's the picture? I want the picture. There he is. Pretty dope. Again, these aren't characters that I'm going to associate. You know, like I don't really know much about them, um, and I don't play enough to have any sort of connection to them. But we're just sharing the set. Because uh, it's a new set, right? And it's going to be in the TCG Battle Royale tonight. So just to get, you know, familiar with it. Uh, here's another Starlight. Alba Lenatus, Lenatus, the Abyss Dragon. This, that looks like an ultimate rare almost. Okay. Those aren't Starlights either. They, it's weird that they're showing the Starlight rarity, but... They don't have a scan yet of it. You got Ex <clears throat> Exo Sisters. Okay. This is that modern Yu-Gi-Oh stuff. Just can't. I just can't get on board with it. Get out of here. Uh, we're not even gonna say that one. They don't even have a picture of it. Wow. Come on, Yu-Gi-Oh. Give me something. Ghost Bell and Haunted Mansion. Now I know this card. Where'd it go? I know this card. Isn't this um? This is in other sets, right? This card, this is a reprint, but they're fine. They're going to do a starlight of it. I want to say I have a, um, what's it called? Mago, um, 
maximum gold of this card. But, I mean, pretty cool stuff. I, I I probably won't get any to open just because there's really nothing for me to get, you know, that I want. Oh, uh, this Curse of Dragon. Let's check out the Curse of Dragon. Curse of Dragon, the Magical Night Dragon. Now, this is something I'd get behind. That's pretty sick. I could do that. That's, that's a... Uh, that's Dark Magician and Curse of Dragon, right? Pretty sweet. Um... There's really just not much to get into. I don't want to. I don't want to bore you guys with it. Uh, but we will. We will cover a little bit more tonight in the TCG Battle Royale. We don't have any Kaiba Core because uh, Devin's not here. So, moving on, let's do some Dragon Ball this week. Here we go. <laughs> I saw that. All right, Eddie says for collectors there really there isn't really anything. Yeah, I mean it, I would collect Starlight rares. I really would. Um but uh hey, it is what it is. All right, guys. Welcome to our Dragon Ball segment for the night. If you're new here, Dragon Ball's segment's going to be the same thing we did for Heart of the Cards, Digimon. It's just going to be a quick tidbit on what we're tracking for the Dragon Ball card game. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about cross spirits. I, I totally screwed it up last week. Last week I said we were covering the rise of Supreme Rivalry. We did not cover the rise of Supreme Rivalry. We covered the rise of another set, which was a vicious rejuvenation. I don't know. I don't know what I was doing. Anyways, it's cross spirits tonight. And I will tell you, we got it right. Let's go ahead and get into it. Top three cards there, the Secret Rares, Majin Buu, Goku and Frieza, and Super 17. Here we go. You're scaring me there, Josh. You're scaring me there. You know I have to make these slides in advance. Let me check something real quick. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here we go. So this article comes from Bleeding Cool. Dragon Ball Super card game. Value watch for cross spirits. So again, this is kind of a trend they're doing now where they're 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 talking about value watches for cards, breakout cards, things that might be popping uh that weren't popping, you know, a few months ago on release. Here we go. All right. So the top valued cards from Dragon Ball Super Card Game Cross Spirits with market values observed on TCG Player as of this writing. And this was published on... When was this published? Doesn't say. May 17th. So we're about seven days old on this. It could change a little bit, but we'll see. Uh, top valued cards. Here we go. Number one is going to be Goku and Frieza Miraculous Conclusion Secret Rare at 223. Not bad. I want to say it debuted around three to 500, but that's still great. You got Majin Buu, uh, Kabito Kai Absorbed at $70, which is, that's insane that we go from 220 down to 70. And this is all dominant. I mean, I guess the only thing we don't know is if they make, do they make less Sun Goku and Frieza versus the other secret rares? Like, are they doing limited print runs on specific secret rares? We don't know that, but. 
if it's not, and let's just say they're case hits across the board, doesn't matter which card, it's just a case hit regardless. That just shows you how much people like Goku and Frieza, which is out of control. All right. Super 17, Sibling Absorbed, you got it at 46. Super Saiyan 4, Gogeta, 27. That's a SPR. You got Goku Divine Presence, which is an SR at $24. Oceanus Shenron, $20. That's an SR. Goku Calamity Challenger, $16. That's an SR. Then you have an SPR, Sun Gohan Ultimate Essence, an SPR at the bottom of the barrel here at $12. You got a Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta SR at $12. And Goku Return of the Dragon Fist SR at $10. Now, this article says that the SCRs are shifting. While most of the other cards are rising and falling a bit, we're definitely seeing that this set arguably... the most hyped Dragon Ball Super release of 2021 has not fully yet settled. The Goku and Frieza was falling, but has now risen a bit this month by $7. So it's, it was actually down to the low 200s, came up a bit, showing that this may be a rare, secret rare to stay over 200 bucks. While this card was once one of the most valuable SCRs in the game, it has indeed fallen quite a bit up until now. This might be a great time This might be a great time to buy uh to buy this secret rare. Is that good, Alexio? All right. Uh while this card wait, where are we at? Okay, so the question is, will we see it rise again to a lofty 300 or the value remain in the low 200s? That's something I don't know. But you could say 200 might be a great price to get this card. Majin Buu has risen almost $10 while the Super 17 has fallen by nearly the same amount. So Majin Buu coming up a bit, and then you got uh, <laughs> and then you got the Super 17 who's fallen, and I think we could have called that. Um, I would say that's weird. Let's, let's take a look at that Majin Buu. What do we got? I'm not a fan of that, you know, but someone might be. I think 200 bucks is a great price with this card. I might have to get out and start looking. Now, the only thing the only thing I don't like about buying secret rares this late is that like we talked about before. So anyone who's into grading cards has probably already graded their gems and now they're just getting rid of the ones they know won't grade well. That, that's, a, that's a huge generalization. That's not true across the board. But that's kind of where I'm like, mm, there's there's always that possibility, right? Everyone's got the ones where they're like, well, I already graded a 10, so I could sell this this raw one that it's not going to get a 10. That's a common thing. I and mean, people think like that. Um, that's where I kind of lean like, you know, because this card is so epic, you might as well just get the 10, especially if he's at an all-time low right now and he's just barely coming out of that all-time low, just barely starting that. Um, I think I think that would be a great time. Great time to get one. All right. Moving back. Let's see. Sibling f- absorbed fell heavily. Yeah. That half and half card is sick. You think we'll get more cards like that? Um, probably not because that, that was a, that was an anime 
like tribute. Like that's that's you saw that in the show. I'm not sure. I'm not sure we'll get something like that again. All right. There you guys go. Just a quick look at the uh, prices for Dragon Ball Super Crossbirds. If you guys like this stuff, we'll continue to use their articles. Um, I thought it, it's interesting to look back, right? Because we never really look back at stuff three, four months down the road. Um, we we kind of wait a little bit longer, right? I'll look at stuff six months, a year, maybe even longer. Um, but this is kind of cool to to revisit stuff that just released. I think it's good. All right. No Devin again. I know. I know. I'm sorry, guys. All right. Uh, that is it for Cross Spirits and Dragon Ball this week. We won't have a Capsule Core, so we're going to ha- just keep moving on. And everyone's favorite, Poke Tower Top 5. Here we go. Top 5. Let's get it. All right, guys. The Poke Tower Top 5. Most of you guys know this is the oldest segment on the show. Uh, these are my top five picks of things that I look at on my eBay watch list. They're not, I'm not telling you to buy this stuff. I'm telling you what I'm buying. Uh, and if you like the way I think, there you go. You, you get my insight. That's what, exactly what this is. Here we go. Number five this week, Yu-Gi-Oh! Anime cards. It's still on my list. Now, it did fall a couple slots, right? It was up to number three, maybe number two. But honestly, I have so much other stuff going on. I don't know if I have enough time and money to basically commit to this. But it's always on my mind every time I see these cards. Now, what I will do is come Halloween, if I have not bought any of these cards, come Halloween, I will get me a Call of the Haunted. Right? Every year, every year we got to get ourselves a spooky card for Halloween. So this is the first one on the list, no doubt. Um. And these can be subbed out, right? Any main character, any main character, good guy, bad guy from the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime, season one or season two, I want their best card. I want their best card in the in the ultra, secret, or whatever rarity allows from that era. Right? I don't I don't necessarily want a reprint. Let's say let's say Yu-Gi-Oh! makes a set tomorrow and they do Serpent Night Dragon. I don't want that copy. I want the Magic Ruler copy, right? Legendary Fisherman. I don't want the newest release of him. I want the Pharaoh Servant release. That's kind of where I'm at with these right now. Um, they're just cool cards, guys. I love them. I love old school Yu-Gi-Oh. I really want to dedicate some time to watch season one and two again. All right, moving on to number four. Slid down a couple spots, but it's still there, right? Yu-Gi-Oh graded boosters. It's still there. It's still a big play for me, uh, but it's, you know, it's fourth. I, I don't know if I'm going to do it, but I do. I do have some interest there. So uh, I'm just going to keep watching, right? It's just going to be on the watch list and patience, right? Patience, sometimes you get a deal that you never would have thought you'd get. For Call of the Haunted, you should get the Lost Art promo cards. Let's check it out. Let's check it out, Eddie. Lost Art, Call of the Haunted. Let's check it out. See what we got. You don't think I should get the Pharaoh Servant one? Why wouldn't you get the OG? I mean, I like the Lost Art too, so don't don't get me wrong. That's Soul Drain. Um, is this it right here? Because I I have some Lost Art cards. It's not. It's pretty inexpensive actually. 
I, you could definitely go that way. All right. I will I will definitely add LART to the That's the original art. Is it? I think no, hold on. I thought Call of the Haunted was from Pharaoh's Servant. Hold on. What? Isn't Pharaoh's Servant the OG? Pretty sure this is the real one. See, I thought PSV right here. That's this is the OG right here. Call of the Haunted First Edition PSV. Yeah, that's what I want. This is what I want right here. All right. Would PSA grade the whole blister pack? I'm not sure. I have I don't I'm not I don't think so. I think they just do it like this. But I, I don't know. I I couldn't tell you. All right. That's number four. Moving on to number three this week. This is a new one. Pokemon Game Boy promos. If I'm buying any Pokemon right now, it's probably going to be, well, we just saw the Haunter PSA 10 and Gengar PSA 10 from Fossil. Those are great cards for me to have. Uh, but I really like these. I just I enjoy the artwork. That old school 90s Pokemon. Uh, this is a Dragonite Game Boy promo. Right? Check this out. There's there's multiple Game Boy promos if you guys didn't know. Uh, but the artwork is my favorite. So this Dragonite Game Boy promo actually came from the Game Boy Color trading card game. Right? And this was in Japan. Uh, let's see here. So despite being a Game Boy Color game, it can also be played on Game Boy. Okay. I used to have this game, by the way. It's extremely fun. Um... I need to get another Game Boy so that I can play these games. This card game was actually... I remember going going on vacation from California to Oklahoma, Oklahoma to California. Um, going on vacation, I used to play the crap out of this game because I had already beaten Red and Blue. Um, we didn't have... At that time, I don't think Crystal or Silver existed yet, so we were playing the older games, but... um. I think the reason why I enjoyed this game so much is because I dedicated the entire trip to learning how to play because I didn't know how to play the game. So it was one of those things like, I'm going to learn how to play and I'm going to get good. Um, and I think that's why I respect this game so much because I remember spending my childhood trips, right? Cross-country trips, learning how to play this game. Like literally waiting till my battery was just done trying to play. A very fun game. So... Let's see here. When did this thing actually come out? Pokemon trading card game was followed by a Japanese. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Copies of the Japanese version included promotional Dragonite cards. Whereas copies available outside of Japan included a promotional Meowth. There's the Meowth. I've seen this before. I would much rather have the uh, Dragonite. Where's the, where'd he go? He's gone. The Dragonite. That is sick. Also, I will tell you the Lugia that's on, as Alexio said, the Lugia GB promo is that arguably my favorite Lugia art. Uh, we'll go ahead and take a look at that. It's amazing. Uh, Lugia GB promo. Check this out, guys. This is my favorite artwork of Lugia. 
No doubt. Check that out. That's PSA 10. Look at that. It's amazing. So um, these are these are you know they're number three this week. Uh, there's Venusaur. There's Mewtwo. Um, Dragonite, just to name a few. I would even go for the Meowth, just because Game Boy was Game Boy Color was a huge part of my life, right? In Game Boy SP, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy was a huge part of my childhood because I traveled a lot. Um, we drove around a lot, so my Game Boy was like that was my friend. Um, so this is just my style right here. Definitely something uh, I'm going to look more into. All right. That's number three. Number two this week just came out of nowhere. Didn't really come out of nowhere. Digimon Detector Booster Packs, right? Um, you can find these cards raw for relatively cheap, uh, but I'm really interested in buying the booster packs, and I'll tell you why. Uh, just recently, we've been doing a little more research to try and get Detector certified at PSA. If that happens, we're going to go ahead and buy the the best quality cards we can get and start grading them, right? Detector is my least favorite of the bunch. However, I'm very attracted to having the best cards in the best condition possible, especially for Digimon. So very attracted to that idea. Alexio, you want to see the Mewtwo? Okay. We'll do a Mewtwo GB promo. There you go. So this one's kind of cool because it's got the GR next to his name. Let me find a, the best copy here. That looks like crap. Hold on. Look at that. Oh, you can't even see it. Can I get a better picture, please? Why are they so small? Give me something big. Wow. You guys are terrible. Microsoft Bing. Bing is so bad compared to Google. Okay. Trying to be nice here. I'm trying to show you guys something. This is annoying. Hold on. Mewtwo GB promo. Let's check these out. See what we got. How's that? That's sick. That's how I remember Mewtwo right there. I mean, that just has... That just has that level 70 Cerulean Cave lore to it, man. Like, you were scared of Mewtwo back in the day. You know, I'm going to save this game because I might get wrecked. So, uh, just looking at that real quick. Going back to Digimon Detector, you know, I'm I'm interested. Um, you guys know I love grading my cards. I like having, I like having rare cards. I like having chase cards. And if you're talking about getting the best condition possible... Right for something that that isn't as popular, um, you might feel like you're being outpriced of Digibattle. You're being outpriced of the CCG Detector is a great move right now. You know the booster packs are they're going to be more expensive than modern, right? Because they're they're older, but you can still find these packs for you know thirty, twenty, thirty, forty bucks. Why wouldn't you do that? You know what I mean? Uh, especially if we can get a way to certify these. If I can certify these. It's a great move. Great move. Um, so that's something I'm looking into. I haven't pulled the trigger yet, but you'll know. All right, number one this week. Shreddy's promos from Digimon. Now, 
you might be saying, well, why not? Why not the Fox Kids promos? All right, those are the better ones. Those are the Grails. They are, uh, but the chances of me finding a complete set, they're not going to be that high. And then the chances of me finding a complete set in the best condition, they're not going to be that high. And the chances of me finding the actual release date and release information of Fox Kids promos, not going to be that high. So you can kind of see why. If you can't get Fox Kids promos, I would move on to the Shreddies promos because they also have the Digi Destined in them. Um, so those are number one on my list. Um, I think um, I need a couple more of these, uh, but I want the full set and uh, I want to grade them, right? Uh, I'm very close. I'm very close to certifying these and getting all the information we need. And I think people, are, it's going to turn some heads, right? It's like, hey, I can't get the Fox Kids, but I'm going to get the Shreddies, right? Because those are attainable and they're still rare. They're they're not easy to find. It, they're not super easy to find, but what they are, they're they're like mid tier, mid tier rarity kind of like you're going to find them, but every few months, right? Maybe maybe even longer, um, you'll find them easier than uh, than the Fox Kids promos, but they're still they're still hard to find, especially complete a set and then find them in good condition. Um, now the Shreddies promos, guys, they came from Nestle products cereal products um and there's like three cards right i i have a i have a picture of the cereal box i believe they came with three cards um i will share all that information with you guys when i when i have it all readily available uh, right now we're researching it making sure it's all you know figured out don't get these confused with the cp promos right so there's there's swedish promos that have the same cp identifier what you're looking for here is you're looking for the CP promos that have not for resale at the bottom. That's going to indicate that it came from the Nestle products, cereal products, okay? Uh, there's Golden Nuggets, Shreddies, and there was one other, I think Cheerios. Yeah, there's there's a few brands that were pushing around. I'm actually emailing Post, you know, po- Post Cereals. I'm actually emailing them right now, trying to get as much as I can to fi- to have this all figured out. And, you know, once we get it figured out, it's going to be, it's going to be a go. And I think this would be great to have, right? Full collection of the Digi Destined, uh, in the Shreddies promos, which I think would be, you know, not as rare as Fox kids, but right behind them, right behind them. Go ahead and try and complete this set. It's going to be pretty tough, pretty damn tough. Uh, and there's also other cards. There's like 44 cards in the set. So Shreddies promos big on my list this week. Um, they're probably going to be big on my list for a while because I, I, like I said, just just following the lore and uh, the rarity of Fox Kids promos, you like I, this stuff rolls downhill. You want to get the next best thing, and that's how most people think. Well, I can't get first edition. I'm gonna go get unlimited. I can't get unlimited. I'm gonna get the reprint. You know, that's kind of how we think as across any TCG. So, uh, Shreddy's promos, guys, check them out. And that is it for the top five this week. Let's get into some bid wars. Here we go. All right. Bid wars. Shreddy's finally getting some love. Yeah, that's right, Jake. All right, guys. Bid wars is uh, one of our newest segments on basically eBay auctions. And what we do here is we look at 
PSA 10 cards for Yu-Gi-Oh, Digimon, Dragon Ball, Pokemon. And we look at the auction and we make under over guesses based on previous sale history. So if, uh, if I think a price is going to be somewhere, you know, based on the information I have available, we make a guess on it. And what this does is it kind of teaches you guys, or at least it gives you guys my insights on how I think about things. Um, you'll see, you'll hear me say little things like, oh, you know, the last couple sales were here. The average price was this. It's a bad time to be in the market right now, or maybe I know something about a set that's going to give me that edge on where the price is going to go in this next auction. Little tidbits like that. It just helps you understand when you're buying stuff or when you're selling stuff, where do you get these numbers from? How are you making this stuff up, right? It's from studying it. That's where it comes from. All right, here we go. Last week, we had the Dark Magician Girl movie pack secret rare. This is in a PSA 10. Let's see what we got. Uh, I don't know why I didn't have my stuff pulled up. Here we go. Hold on. So I said it was going to be over 168.50. That was the bet. Let's see what we got. Whoa. Oh my gosh. 169.69. That was a close one. Okay. I'll take that. Money in the bank. W. Let's go. That was damn close. I mean, we said over 168.50. So we had a dollar and what, 20 cents? Dollar 19? Holy cow. All right. I'll take that W though. And all we did there was we we added up the average price of these last three, found the average, um, added up the average. We've added up these three prices, created an average price, and said, hey, under over. That's what we did. And I I think this is a desirable car, desirable character, amazing grade. I think that's why it would go over the average price, right? All right, here we go. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! for this week. We got a Legend of Blue Eyes Dark Magician Unlimited. That's a troll bid. <laughs> so we got a 2002 LOB Dark Magician. This is not a reprint. This is the legit, this is the real deal. LOB. Uh, last time we seen a sale like this, it was at $950. Damn. Okay. Um, I feel like Dark Magician. When I saw that nine hundred and fifty dollars price point, I was stunned. I was like, it should be. I feel like it's worth more than that. You just don't see them. So I'm gonna say over nine fifty. That might bite me in the butt. That's an emotional call there. But I just the Dark Magician PSA ten not reprint. That's the real thing. It has to be worth more than that. It has to. Right. Let's take a look at the auction. We got 14 bids at $100 already, and there's 32 people watching, and it's from Prop Scene. I think it's going to go higher. I think it's going to be higher. Yeah, right now, you know, overall, overall, you know, most Americans and most of the world is scared about money right now. So that's where you can always find this stuff. You might find these auctions say, hey, it might be cheaper than than what you can normally get it for. That's that is totally viable. But the other part of that is is that people that aren't scared of the of the economy, they're moving their money into assets that appreciate, like a dark magician PSA 10, right? So rich people are like, "Hey, this is a great opportunity to buy." 
where other people might say, hey, it's, I'm, not, I'm not spending my money on cards right now. Two different mentalities. It's very hard to tell. That, that's very true. Uh, so we're going to go over 950. Lock it in. Here we go. Pokemon for last week, we had a Gengar VMAX alt from Fusion Strike, PSA 10. I said, what did I say? I said it's going to go under 355.33. Under 355.33, what we did is we added up these three prices, created an average, and again, considered the market, considered the card itself. His population is only going up at a rapid rate, right? So we're losing interest. Fusion Strike, we're like three, four sets old now. All these things I'm thinking about. And here we go. 365 even. Oh, we lost. Gengar strikes again. Oh, man. Oh, gosh. Pokemon's always doing this to me. Stupid Pokemon. Okay. You know I don't like losing. All right. So we lost that one. We said under 355. It went over 355. Wow. So there's still... there's Gengar's got a little bit of gas left in him. Not much, but we'll see. Pokemon this week. This is something that was talked about in the show a while back. I think Devin, Devin was used to be heavy on the break cards. Now, I think it was specific break cards. This is a PSA 10 Ninetales from Evolutions. And it is way cheaper than I thought it was going to be. Uh, $25, $28, and $25. Let's go ahead and get a nice little average here. 28 plus 28 plus 25. Divide that by three. We're looking at $27 is our average price. Take a look at the auction. You got nobody watching it, um, and you have one bid for a dollar. This is tough because I feel like anyone can pay a $28 bill. Damn. This one's tough. I mean... Most most like common collectors would be thrilled to get a PSA ten for thirty bucks, and that's where I'm kind of like, damn, that's that's kind of easy. Like, it's not impossible to say this thing sells for thirty bucks, but we don't have any price history to show that it will. It's a hypothetical. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under twenty eight. I'm going under 28 because that's what the information says, right? So this is a, this is just a analytical approach, right? We don't have any information to say that this is going to go over 28 bucks or over 27, which is the average, but I'm going to say under, what'd I say? Under 28. Okay. So I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a dollar over the average and I still don't think it's going to get it. It's going to go under 28. All right. Digimon for last week. Uh, interesting thing here. So we found out that this War Greymon, this PSA 10 War Greymon that was for sale, for sale. Bleh. You guys see the $305 sale on the right? That was actually the sale for this exact card. So we're guessing that the sale never completed and they relisted it. Um, I said over 305. Wow. I am, I am, who here is going to drop 30 to give greasy, <laughs> you guys are funny, go ahead, vote, go ahead, make that bet, all right, Um. right, I'm going to say 
Okay, I said over 305. Let's just see what we got. It just... I should have paid more attention that this didn't complete, right? So this... It said it sold, but it never completed because this same exact serial number got listed. Now, could the seller have relisted a different card with the same serial? Absolutely. It happens all the time. Here we go. Um, so, we have... <clears throat> Let's see what we got. Um, I think my son just broke in the room real quick. Uh, hold on one second. It's not loading. It's not loading. What's going on? There we go. Wow. See, now that went a lot lower. 232. We took another L. Wow, I'm having a bad week. We are one and two this week. Wow. Okay. Another L. Pick me. Pick me, card. <laughs> All right. Um. Wow, that's lower. But th I guess this is more realistic, right? So whoever... Now, will this one complete? I have no idea. But that that just seems cheap. I don't know what to say. Yeah, I would have scooped it up too. I mean, this is a great card in a 10. How many of these are we going to grade in a 10? I don't think it's going to be much, honestly. I don't think it's going to be much. We know how hard these are to grade. It's just That's just the quality of Digimon at the moment. They just don't make very many gems. I know you see a lot of 10s, but... The chances of you getting one, it's it's tough. You know, I, even that's me looking at my cards. I'm like, dang, we pulled it, but I I don't think it's gonna get what I wanted. Um, okay, hard L there. We took a hard L. Now let's. Uh, we don't have any other Digimon this week. Believe it or not, there was no other Digimon auctions that I wanted to look at. So we're gonna skip it. No Digimon this week. We're going right into Dragon Ball, and this was Dragon Ball for last week. This was the uh, Gohan SPR Astonishing Strike PSA 10, and uh, I said it was going to go under 225, and I put a note saying, I said under 225, and then a note saying no sale, right? So because this, this specific auction had it listed at 225, that was the starting bid, and I was like, you know, the best price we had here was 199 so I don't see that I just I, I don't see that being someone going to bid on that. Why would you do that? Let's see what we got. Zero bids, no sale. Finally, we got a W. Okay, we went 2 and 2 this week. 500, that's not bad. No no harm done there. I'll take that. Okay. Yeah, he relisted it. All right, now moving on to Dragon Ball this week. This one I'm really excited for because I didn't know it was this cheap. I didn't know it was this cheap. Familial Bonds 2019 Anniversary Altart. A PSA 10 sold for 88.76 and then just a few weeks before that, it had sold for 315. So this is one of those cards that I try to tell you guys about like you could steal it or you could like not even I mean, you could get ripped off. So, is this price worth? Is this card worth three hundred, or is it worth eighty? That's it's such a wide gap. These are those ones that make it hard, make it hard, but also worth like 
researching so you can kind of get an idea where things are going. Uh, 315 plus 88, 76. We'll divide that by two sales. We're looking at, wait, that's not right. 315 plus 88.76. Divide that by two. That's not right at all. I'm doing this wrong. Hold on. Stupid phone. 8.76 equals that. Divide that by two. There we go. 201.88 is our average. 201.88. Okay, let's take a look at the auction. We got 42 watchers. That's some big eyes. You got a great seller here, over 7,000 reviews. 12 bids at 37 bucks. This is an awesome card. Look at that, guys. I think I had this card, actually, and I traded it away. Silly me. Okay. Um, I'd love to get one for 80 bucks. It looks like Gohan's the only one. Yeah, I know, right? It's a great card for Gohan, for sure. For all three of them, I think it, this is an awesome card. Uh, okay, what do we got? We got 201. I'm going to say it goes over 201. I think that $80 sale was a fluke. I'm going to say over 201. There's just no way. There's no way. <sighs> okay. Yeah, lock it in. Over 201. Maybe just over 201. Like, it might just be a tad over 201, but I think it can break that price point. Um, I think that 315 is more what I was thinking this card was at. Like, if you just asked me without even looking at the price, like, hey, what's a PSA 10 Familia Bonds hollow? I'd be like, uh, three, 400 bucks. That's just without even looking. That's what I would guess. So that'll be a fun one to see. I might lose big on that one. All right. That's it for Bid Wars this week, guys. I will do my best to get these on the Bid Wars tab, right? We need you guys to bid too. So uh, I will definitely uh, get these on the Bid Wars tab in the Discord. I forgot last week, but the last few weeks have been weird. My parents have been on vacation out here. So normally on the weekends when I'm working... I was not here in the seat working. That's that's why we missed um, some price, some bid war stuff and uh, March Madness stuff. All right. There you guys go. Moving on to Gengar's grabs this week. Here we go. Gengar's grabs, our segment all about you guys. Um, if you're new here, this segment is basically sharing what people in our Discord have bought. Um, and you can share, too. If you join our Discord, uh, all you do is head to the Gengar's Grabs tabs and submit your weekly buys, right? Things that you bought this week or the, the week prior. And then I'll rank them out um, based on what, what I think is cool. And it could be all kinds of different stuff, right? So maybe it's a card that I saw that I shared on the show. Maybe it's some off-the-wall card that just I've never even seen before. And I'm like, this is really cool. I'll share that. Uh, it could be a grail. It could be, you know, your personal grail. If there's a story behind the card that you got, all kinds of different stuff. It doesn't just have to be the rarest thing in the world, although you will see those make it on the show a lot. All right. Here we go. Number five this week. Bilbo taking the number five slot with two copies of Goku, Hope of the Unifor Universe 7. Uh, that's the alternate art that we shared on the show just a few weeks ago. And then he got three copies of the Soul Striker alternate art as well. 
awesome cards. Um, this got the number five slot just because I shared it on the show. It was great, great grabs. I I really like these cards, and I think time will tell, right? Time will always tell. But I think I think these are going to be cards people want. All right, number four this week. We got a tie between Christopoli and Iceslayer. So Iceslayer got the secret rare Garbodor uh, from Black and White, and Chris got the Reptar, uh, one of six thousand. Right, we, that seems like a lot, but it's really not in the big picture. One of six thousand um, from the Rugrats nineteen ninety seven Tempo packs that we're going to be opening this Friday. So he, I, I shared it on the Devoncore tab. I was saying, hey. If you don't want to gamble on packs this week, here's the Reptar that you can actually get. It's a 1 in 6,000 pool. He went up buying it. So uh, it's a sick card, too. Like, I would 100% get that graded at PSA. 100%. You're talking about Rugrats, which is one of one of the shows that a lot of us watched, right? Like, it's one of the best Nickelodeon shows of its time. Uh, might be one of the biggest behind, like, SpongeBob. You know what I mean? So... Great card. You could do the you could run the Poke Tower commandments on this thing, right? Character Reptar. That's he's that's probably gonna be a four star, like out of five. Uh character Reptar, he's he's a rep he's a good character. Uh rarity, you're talking about one in six thousand. There's only six thousand of these cards. Uh, it was considered the chase card of that set. Um and then let's see uh artwork again this is like a modern day full art is what it looks like to me you got all purple with the reptar that just looks it's clean very simple very clean i like it right so i would give that a 4 star you know out of 5 on the artwork um the set it comes from a box there were there's only 7000 boxes ever made right that's significant. There's only 7,000 boxes. How many boxes do you think of the modern stuff they make these days? Probably more than 7,000. Um, and then no story, no glory. If you know who Reptar is, you obviously know the story behind it. So it checks out. It's It's got at least four stars across the board. If not, it might be four and a half stars right? out of five. I think that's huge. I saw some of those cards already graded, so there may be not... not be a need to do the work. Oh, really? Let's check it out. PSA Rugrats Tempo. If it, if the set's already verified, that'd be great. Now, the thing is, let's check the serial. What's the serial on this? The serial number is 57. Okay, so, yeah, this is a fairly new certification. Now, the thing about this is sometimes, sometimes PSA will certify something and then they take back the certification that that's a thing they did it with digibattle yes we certify these one or two cards got graded and then they pulled it they're like no we're not doing this anymore so it can get very sketchy uh that's something this is pretty new though so maybe they still grade these maybe they don't they just they're weird um but yeah it looks like it looks like you got a shot this is from the same insert right tommy's favorite things that's the same insert that that chase has or uh chris has here so that could totally work all right number what are we on number three this week 
ATM just hauling in. I mean, he's got the the smorgasbord of of cards here. So he picks up uh, Ultra Instinct Goku from the anniversary box. He's got a uh, 2018, I believe that's hockey uh, card. He's got a PSA 10 Majin Buu. And he's got a PSA 9 Gold Stamp Metal Tyrannomon. This is just an insane spread. And he actually would have won. He probably would have won this week if you don't. If Just wait for the next cards you see. The next bit of things that you see on the, the grabs tab. Uh, but again, this is this is normal for ATM. He's just always putting out excellence. This is kudos, man. I'm, I'm proud of you. This is good. Very good. Okay. Number two. This is a solid, solid grab. I mean, he just hit us with volume this week. Number two. Our mod, too old to mod. He pulled a chase from uh, the Funko Soda figures. So he found a 1 in 2,000 glow um, soda figure. That's really cool. You found the chase. You got a glow Katsuki Bakugo. That's sick. I don't know anything about this, but uh, pulling a chase is kind of a big deal. And this is not the first time he's done this. So he got one of these. He got this chase here. Uh, remember when we did the, um, was it Scooby-Doo? Yeah, Scooby-Doo. He pulled a chase in Scooby-Doo. So this is not, like, this is a normal thing for chase. Chase, for some reason, gets chases. I don't understand. I want to say he got another chase before, though, too. Like, he's done this with the soda pops before. Pretty darn sure he's done that. All right. So that's number two this week. Something different, something off the wall. But again, you got to respect the rarity. And Chase pulled the chase. Number one this week, he's on a roll. Nobody can stop this guy. Goatmon brings home a PSA 10 double diamond Omnimon in Japanese, which is supposedly more rare than the English counterpart that we've seen out here. This is like a one in, at minimum, one in 36 box chase. That's a minimum. There's some lore out there that says it's upwards of like 60-something boxes. Card habit. I got a Samurai Jack and a Coup uh, Soda Pops. The only ones I've gone after. Samurai Jack is sick. I need to find some. We're going to have to check that out. Um... But yeah, this is nuts. Uh, this guy's on a tear. JT's absolutely killing it. It doesn't make sense. Um, if you guys don't know, like the level, he's he's literally holding a Grail. Like I know, I know we throw that word around Grail often, but this is something, of like that's upwards of five figures, right? He this is at least a ten thousand dollar card, maybe way more. So. $200 booster box I'm looking at. Samurai Jack. Yeah, that's pretty sick. I'll have to take a look, see what's out there. Um, This is awesome. I mean, Omnimon. <laughs> this, is, this might be the Digimon chase for a very long time. This might be the grail of Digimon for a long time. The only thing I see being more rare than this would be the tournament cards, right? So you got your Evo Cup, your Ultimate Cup. Those chases might be, I think they're like, they're like, here right neck and neck kind of the same level of rarity and just overall legend you know legendary cards that's that's what we're looking at here so do not get this confused with the english version 
This is a completely different ball game, which is absolutely nuts. All right, guys. That's it for Gengar's Grabs this week. JT, who's going to knock this guy off the throne? I don't know. Someone's got to do it soon. I'm tired of him winning. So, <laughs> all right, guys. That's it for Gengar's Grabs this week. Kudos to everyone. You guys killed it this week. It's always hard for me to choose now because we have such a good group of collectors in the Discord. It's absolutely nuts. All right, guys. Moving on. We're going into March Madness this week. Here we... Where's my button? Here we go. March Madness. Here we go, guys. So our March Madness segment is one of our newest segments uh, for this season where we basically make NCAA-style brackets and we vote on things in our Discord. It's one of the more interactive segments we have. This specific bracket is going to be all about the MLC Championship, the Major League Collecting Championship. And what we did is I had you guys send me your favorite card or best card that you wanted to get graded by Major League Collecting. What's Major League Collecting? Major League Collecting is an idea, a brand made up by me that also grades cards, right? So you can get your cards graded, but it's also just an idea. Major League Collecting is an idea. It's a standard. Um, and remember that. It's community first before it's a grading grading brand. Uh, but this specific bracket is for grading. So we had people send their best cards that they thought could win, and uh, we are at the conclusion. We are at the championship this week, and I believe there was a change. There was a change before I made this show tonight, so I have to make sure that I pull this up because this is not going to be accurate. Here we go. So the champion was supposed to be Gengar, but there was a change. Uh... And it was because Josh, Josh told me to check what's going to happen. Um, you know, he said, hey, make sure you check the the MLC championship because it was a 10 to 11 score, Gengar versus Lugia. However, we have a tie in the uh, in the bracket now. We have a tie. So I I need to go through and see. I need to verify these votes here. Hold on. Do we have any double voters? That's going to be the biggest thing. Do I have any double voters? Let me check um, because that could that could change a lot if we have a double vote. I don't think anyone double voted. This is insane. No double voting. So we have a legitimate tie. Um. <clears throat> This is absolutely nuts. So what we have to do is I think um, because we have a tie, we're going to have two champions. We're going we're gonna to have a shared title. We're going to have Gengar and Lugia. Both. Both of them are going to get graded by Major League Collecting. That's what we're going to do. There's no way that I could even create a, a, a tiebreaker. These are both awesome cards. These are both cards that I want to grade. I want to look at them. And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll grade them both. That's, that's the only fair thing. It's the only right thing to do. Yeah, this is crazy. We have a tie. This is awesome. So, congrats. Let me write this in the chat. 
congrats to the uh, Gengar. Gengar and Lugia holders. I will grade both. So, yeah, the real winners, whoever... Hey, and that's a that's a great point, actually. So, card habit, yeah, no, we could, we'll totally finish... <laughs> we're going to finish this battle once and for all. Um, whoever can get the higher grade. So, remember, there's a no grade, which would basically be the equivalent of a PA, PSA 6 or less, no grade. Um, if you get a bronze, you're talking 7, 7.5, maybe a low-end 8. Um, silver... We're talking eight, eight point five, very weak nine. If if you wanted to go there, but it, it could flex up to that point. And then gold is going to be like nine point five ten status, right? Um, so that's kind of what you're looking at. And then that's how major league collecting works. We go off of a near mint or better system. So you either your card's either near mint or it's not. And again, these are for only only for vintage cards. I don't grade modern. I only want cards that are at least 10 years of age or older. So the youngest card that you could send to me would be from 2012. Um, that's the youngest card you can do. Why? Because in major league collecting, if you want to be a major league collector, you have to realize that collecting is about finding rare, sought-after cards that are old and also in the best condition possible. That's what major league collecting is about, right? It's finding it's finding these vintage grails in the best condition possible because anyone, anyone can can find a gem mint ten card out of any pack, right? It's not impossible to do that. It's not impossible to be a day one beginner, go to the store, pull a chase card, and have and get a ten. That is not impossible. It's very likely that that can happen. Some cards aren't tens out of the pack, but it's likely you can anyone can do that, right? It takes no skill. It takes a real collector to go and find these cards off the wall. I mean, look at this, guys. Look at these cards we have. We have base set Mewtwo, Sabrina's Gengar. We have a Wolverine uh, card from like 90-something. We have a Batman card. We have a Metal Seedramon, Magna Angemon. We got a Shaq card. We got Lugia. These are all cards you're not going to find at the store. You, you have to collect these. You have to go find them, right? These are cards you actually have to go find. You cannot just run into these. And that's the that's the story of Major League Collecting. So, when do we find out the owners of these beauties? Um I think I think I can announce that on the uh on the MLC um or we'll do them all announce it on the March Madness uh tab at some point, probably like maybe tomorrow or something like that, uh whenever I have some extra time. Uh because I I don't know if the guys who submitted these are watching, so I don't know if I want to ruin it, you know. But, uh, yeah, we're going to do both. We're going to grade both. I think it's awesome. Uh, let's see. That's it. Congrats to you guys. I'm really excited to do this. I need to update the um, the Major League Collecting, uh, what's it called, uh, leaderboards. If you guys didn't know, look at this. We have a leaderboard on our website. And what it is, is it tracks who's graded the most stuff, right? So right now, ATM is number one on the leaderboards because of the, the amount of medals he's earned. So he has two no grades, he has three silvers, and he has no uh, no golds or no bronzes. But again, that would put him in first place for the gold because he has five medals earned. Omega's got one medal earned at one no grade. 
Uh, I got to add Chris. Chris is in there now because he has a slab. And then these other these other two winners will be on here as well. And we're just you have a running list of whoever can collect the most MLC medals. Obviously, it's going to be quality over quantities. Like you know, people with more golds are going to be obviously a bigger <laughs> a bigger name on this list. But uh, it's something that I started just for fun, just to track. All right, there you guys go. I think it's enough yapping about MLC. Okay. Uh, we do have our TCG Battle Royale this week, guys. Um, I know we haven't had it the last few weeks, but we got some new sets releasing on Friday. We had a new set released last week, so I think it's time to talk about TCG Battle Royale. Here we go. Let's do it. All right, guys, TCG Battle Royale, before I switch over to the next slide, TCG Battle Royale is one of our segments where we talk about Dragon Ball, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, and Digimon, but we talk about their most recent release, their most recent booster release, um, not starter decks, not like special boxes, just booster releases, and we rank them up from number four down to number one, and I kind of give you my analysis on why I think these certain sets are better than others. Uh, and that can be based on the cards you can pull. It can be based on the price of the box. It can be based on the rarity that comes in the box, right? Not all boxes come with the same rarities. Like Yu-Gi-Oh, you see collector rares. Sometimes you see starlight rares, right? There's different different reasons why a certain set would be ranked here or there. It also comes into the meta too, right? Maybe the meta is just absolutely amazing, which makes all the cards valuable, which kind of shows you where the value is in terms of like, hey, if I'm going to buy a box for 70 bucks and six of those cards are $30, you know, that's pretty good odds. You know, you can get half your money back, you know, just because the meta is hot, right? So it's not always about money, but there's lots of different factors to to consider, not just think, you know, hey, Pokemon's the best one, buy Pokemon. That's, that's a silly way of thinking. I think as a collector, you got to analyze these things and just kind of understand, hey, I'm going to sit on the bench this time I'm not going to play because I don't like this set. That's what it's about. So here we go. TCG Battle Royale. Number four this week, Yu-Gi-Oh! Dimension Force. Now, we just briefly covered it um, earlier today, uh, but I got the prices here, so we'll go ahead and take a look. Uh, it's got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. It's got 14 cards that break that $10 price point. Uh, you can get a box for about 65 bucks. <clears throat> so while it's the cheapest box you can get on this list, right? Uh, New Awakening is going for about 70-ish, 74, 75. Astral Radiance is at, uh, I think, 109, 108, 109. And um, Yu-Gi-Oh! Dimension Force is at 65 bucks. So if you only had $70 to play with, you're going to be looking at Digimon or Yu-Gi-Oh! regardless. However... Yu-Gi-Oh! gets the number four slot this week because there's just not a lot of story or glory to this set, right? You're not going to find your Dark Magicians. You're not going to find Blue Eyes. You're not going to find, you know, any any type of legacy uh, monster that you would normally find, right? No Jinzos, no Red Eyes. None of that stuff's in here. Now, what you do get is Starlight Rares. So you got the Ghost Bell Haunted uh, Mansion Starlight Rare. That's 337 bucks. So... If you like gambling, 
you get to get these boxes for cheap and you can play, right? Uh, you got, let's see, one, two, you got four starlights, right? Uh, one starlight is 90 bucks. Uh, another one's 210, another one's 228. You got 258 and 337. So you actually have one, two, you have five starlights in the set. That's attractive. But to be honest, if, you know, because I don't really like anything else in this set, this is one of those ones where it's like, you know, I'm going to, I'm just going to buy the starlight outright because there's not enough supporting cards in here, you know, to where I would want to even play, right? I don't know any of these characters. Uh, there's a lot of no story, no glory here. Um, now, obviously, if you play the game, it's different. If you're into the meta and you're following this stuff, you may have a completely different outlook. However, when you compare them to these other sets today, you're going to see that's not the case, right? So it's number four just because I don't think it can compete with these other sets. It really can't. Uh, but it is cost efficient, and if that's the way you, you want to play, you should totally do it that way. Okay. Um, moving on. Number three is Pokemon Astral Radiance. Now, a lot of, you know, I think we covered this maybe if a few months ago. We were saying, hey, Astral Radiance looks pretty good, right? The marketing looks pretty good. We got Darkrai in there. Seems pretty nice. Uh, it fell to number three. It's going to release here in about three days. So it's still pre-release. So these prices aren't the best prices. I, I'll admit that. But I felt like we needed to cover this. Um it's number three because it's it's already 110 bucks. It's $110 to get a booster box. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. And I'll tell you why. Um, the number one card you can get is a Dialga, and it's 130 bucks. So that's one card that can get you the price of the box. Uh, the next best card is Origin Form Palkia, which is looks like an awesome card, but it's $87. So even if you pulled that card, you're down almost 20 bucks on your booster box. Again, it's not always about value. Sometimes we just like to collect what we like and we don't care if we lose money. That's a totally viable option. But when you rank them up against the other TCGs, I'm just giving you the stats here. So we have uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. There's a lot of cards in here. Hold on. Uh, 17. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 22. Okay. We have 20, 30 plus cards that break that $10 price point. Now that is crazy, crazy, um, you know, attractive, right? You got, you got, what's it called? 30 plus cards that break a $10 price point. But let's look at the lineup though. Look at the lineup. Dialga, Palkia, I'll give you that. You got... Irita, full art, trainer, I guess. Not into that. Uh, Machamp V, alternate. Okay, he's decent. I'll give you that. But, I, you know, he's he's 57 bucks. Um, you got Samurott, the new the new uh, region. Hizuin, Hizuin Samurott. Is that how you say it? Darkrai is, he's kind of bottom of the barrel at 36 bucks. Um, which is, and they marketed him on the box and he ain't even the top performer here. That's just interesting to me. Double turbo energy. Like, come on, Roxanne. There's not even Pokemon here in the top. Oh my gosh. Lots of golds, items and things like that. Um, 
again, just there's just not a lot. There's not a lot of I don't want to say like good Pokemon, but the selection here is is mid. It's mid. Will I open some? Uh, probably. I I think I I think I probably will open some if I if I'm given the opportunity. But I, it's number three this week. Just that hundred that hundred and ten dollar price point is crazy. Like, you know, we take it for granted, but a hundred bucks is a lot to people. And I think Alpha's got it right. Yeah, sleeve packs only. I think that's the play for Pokemon. Is just get the sleeved booster packs. Don't go for these booster boxes. It's just because they they got the odds you know, mapped out to the T, you know, you, you could pull a secret rare and an alt art and only get like $40 of value back. Right. Because yeah, you pulled a secret. Yeah. You pulled an alternate alternate, but it was the worst ones. And keep in mind, there's 40 different ones. So your, your insert pool is insane. It's an insane insert pool. So astral radiance, not looking too hot again, it's pre-release. So maybe, maybe it'll be better on release. And this could change over the next few weeks. Maybe maybe there's some information we get to see where it's like, dang, this is a banger set. Or, you know, hey, I, I overlooked this. And it, it may jump up a spot or two. But as of right now, number three, it's not looking too hot. Um, number two, Digimon New Awakening. That also drops on Friday. Pre-release stuff. A lot of our guys have been... Um, a lot of our guys have been opening New Awakening already. They got their pre-release parties going on. Uh, but it looks... It looks pretty darn good. And I haven't opened any myself, but it looks, it's impressive. Um, let me go ahead and show you what we got here. So the first bit here is you can pay 75 bucks for a booster box, right? 75 bucks is what it looks like on TCG player. Uh, the best card that you could pull for value right now is Imperial Dramon Paladin Mode Alt Art for $65. Then you got Chimeramon Alt at 56 Ryudamon Alt at 55. Ophanamon Fall Down Alt, 48. Magnamon Alt, 47. Flamedramon Alt, 46. I mean, these prices, they're they're thick. Rapidmon Alt, 45. Imperial Dramon Fighter Alt, 45. Aryuamon, 43. Black War Greymon Alt, 42, which that's pretty darn good for Black War Greymon. We haven't seen something like that in a minute. Uh, Imperial Dramon Paladin Mode, again, 40 bucks for the secret, regular one. Gammamon, 25. So there's the dip right there. That's the big fall off between 40 and $25. But you have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. You have 11 cards that break the $40 price point. And you have about 20 plus that break that $10 price point. So very solid for a $75 box. And that's not being biased, right? I haven't even opened this stuff. I'm not a huge uh, Imperial fan. I do like him, but I'm not the biggest fan. Um, but this is one of those things to consider. Imperial Dramon is a is a fan favorite Digimon. Whether he's my favorite or not, he's a fan favorite. And Imperial Dramon could totally carry the franchise on his back. If War Greymon and Omnimon didn't exist, Imperial Dramon is a huge candidate, especially Paladin mode. Very big candidate to carry the franchise. So is new awakening going to be a set that everyone remembers? Probably not, but it's definitely got that. It's got a little more flair than new next adventure. It's got a little more flair. 
right? Next adventure, they hit us with those campaign rares, which was cool, it was thoughtful, but this has got a little more heat in it. Um, definitely, I think, a way cooler Digimon selection. Um, I'm watching that Creepymon. I'm watching the Creepymon secret rare because he's down at he's at fourteen dollars right now. We saw this. We saw the same thing with the Lusamon secret rare on March fourth. March fourth is when uh, Next Adventure released. He was like eighteen dollars, and he shot up to thirty something dollars. He's back down in the twenties. But something to observe, this is the first time in history, right? First time in history we're seeing a secret rare sell for less than $15. This might be a great time to buy, right? You could buy three or four copies at 15 bucks and spend $50. And if, if it goes up to 30 bucks, you doubled up on it, you could sell two copies and keep a couple yourself. Great way to collect, great way to collect at value. We're talking about secret rares. Something I also talked about in one of my Digimon videos recently. Official rarity versus perceived rarity. Now, the difference here is, is that we all know alternate arts for the new Digimon card game are arguably more rare than the secret rares, right? You could easily make a case for that. But don't sleep on this Creepymon for $14 is all I'm saying. That's something I'm watching. I'm watching very closely. I haven't bought any myself, but I'm watching. Um, but yeah, New Awakening looks great. I, I really need to rip into it. Hopefully I can take a trip to Walmart and grab a couple uh, booster packs because I don't think G's store has any uh, any yet. She hasn't told me yet. We'll find out soon, but um, I'll let you guys know. Looks great though. New Awakening looks great. And number one this week, Dragon Ball Super Realm of the Gods. Uh, you probably didn't want to hear that, right? Because it's one of the older sets that released in March. But the truth is, it's $200 for a booster box right now. 200 plus for a booster. I mean, let's pull this up. Check this out. Oops. Uh, Realm of the Gods. I just thought this was nuts. Look at that. 200 bucks. Market price is 154 What the heck is this? I don't know what this is. Oh, this is open. This is not even a... That's a pre-release box. Look, at the cheapest price is $198 right now on TCG Player. Um, You talk about... You talk about the last time we seen this in a booster box. And it was Tournament of Power. Look at Tournament of Power now. Right? You're talking about it. You're talking about a set that broke the internet. Realm of the Gods with that new God rarity... That is a, this might be one of those boxes that could easily be $500 in the next, you know, by the end of the year. So you're buying boxes at 200 or maybe you have some, maybe you have a few already. I would hold on to them. This is out of all these boxes, right? You got Dimension Force, Astral Radiance, New Awakening, and Realm of the Gods. Out of all these boxes, Realm of the Gods is the only one that I see having sealed, like insane sealed value. We're talking about a box, again, a, a box out of all these that has potential to be a $1,000 box. If, you're, if you want to make, make some money collecting and you want to add some value to your collection, I think this is one of those ones you could add to the sealed collection. And it would actually be like worth keeping sealed. These other ones, yeah, they'll go up in value just because, you know, basic supply and demand. But the Realm of the Gods actually has a reason to be sealed. 
it has that same feel as Tournament of Power. So I would totally, I would totally keep a Realm of the Gods booster box sealed. And I think you're like, well, how come you didn't keep one sealed when it was, you know, a hundred bucks, right? You could buy this box for a hundred, a hundred dollars. Why didn't you buy it then and hold it? Well, I've told you guys this in the past before. One of my favorite things to watch in the trading card game is when something reaches that elite price level and then holds. That's when I like to buy. I don't like to, you could always buy them release, but I'm going to open. I'm always going to open to, to see it. But like, if I want something for the sealed value, I need to see confirmation that it's here to stay. When I can see confirmation that it's here to stay, then I will buy even at a premium because I believe in the product. I believe in the set. I believe in the rarity. I believe in the story behind the set, right? So it's about believing in something before you make a purchase. It's not about making a guess, right? Because anyone can make a guess. Hey, Realm of the Gods is going to be huge. Just keep cases. And that guy will win. But if you want to take a smart analytical approach to it, right? You want to actually use your brain. Wait until the set proves to you, right? Why would you spend $10,000 on something that hasn't been proven to you? Whereas you go to $10,000, you know, on something that's proven, right? So I like, if you don't want to waste, quote, quote unquote, waste your money on a TCG, <laughs> you would basically, you know, wait. And I, I think now that it's broke that $200 price point, I think it's great. Looped. Nate, what's up? Who is this guy? Is this that Shivam guy everyone keeps talking about? <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Um, Card Habit says he's still mad. Amazon seller burned me on an order. Cancel an order on a booster box after making me wait a month. Wow. Yeah, and it could totally be because of the price. So, again, total speculation. Not, not total speculation, but when you see a booster box break $200 in three months, this one might be here to stay. So Realm of the Gods stays number one because I don't think, I think when you talk about the the test of time, Realm of Gods will be around after these sets release or, or had their chance, you know what I mean, to, to explode. I think Realm of Gods will be around in two years, five years, ten years. That's going to be a box people remember. So pretty simple, pretty simple thinking, but not a lot of people think like that, you know what I mean? Okay, that's it for TCG Battle Royale. That was a lot of information there. Let's move on to uh, some box break news before the end of the show tonight. So, like I told you guys, the box break for May uh, for our Poke Tower Discord basically sold out. I think there's one pack of Ghosts from the Past left, but that's it. Rugrats is gone, and like a you know one pack, one pack of Ghosts from the Past. Um, the other thing is is that everyone that participated will be getting free stuff. It it just worked out that way. Um, Everyone's getting a free pack of Ghosts in the Past, and everyone's getting a free pack of Dragon Ball Union Force. So, thank you guys for your support. I'm glad that we get to do this, and there's going to be lots of free stuff given away, which is going to be awesome. Um, also, for the Union Force packs, we're actually going to be opening those live, because that's per request to ATM. ATM was like, hey, I want to give these out, but I want you to open them on camera so that we can experiment and see what's in these packs, right? Because that's the pack with the special rares I've talked about, it's the pack with the uh, Vegito secret rare. <clears throat> Nate says, uh, honestly, I sold off so much of my Pokemon and have been heavily invested in Digi and 
Flesh and Blood. Sealed Digi and Flesh and Blood forever on top of the fact that I enjoy and play those TCGs religiously. No, yeah, you're in a good spot. When you can play the game and collect it, <laughs> there's you can't beat that. You cannot beat that. I I don't I, I agree with you. I think you should totally do that. All right. That's it for the box break, guys. That's this Friday. We'll be airing that live on YouTube. So thank you guys for that. Pats on the back. And last, that's it, guys. Thank you for watching. Episode 86 will be aired next week. We have the box break this Friday. Obviously, you guys in the Discord or on my social media, I will let you know the time of when that goes down. It'll likely be at 7.30 Central. Um, We're on our way to 16,000 streams. I thought we broke it. Let me check just to make sure. I thought we broke it, but maybe not. We might be at, uh, we're at 15.9 and some change. So we're right there. Um, We're right there. I'm sure we'll break it with this episode. Um, And that's it, guys. Thank you guys for watching. I'll see you on Friday. And if I don't see you on Friday, I'll see you next Tuesday for episode 86 of the Poke Tower podcast. See you guys later. Peace. Peace.